Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town. Back in the studio, Talk of the Town today, all about Minnesota Valley Action Council. So, of course, Anne joins us once again. It's always great to see you. Did you? Did I hear you went on vacation? I did. Did you go anyplace warm and sunny? I did. I went down to Florida for a girl's trip. What? Perfect weather, sunshine every day. Get out. Really? Yeah. Oh, how nice. Yeah. Are you relaxed and ready to get back to work? Well, I was, and then I got back to work. <laughs> I know. Welcome to the snow, right? I right? think we're getting snow later and on And we're this getting week. more. Gross. <sighs> Nobody yeah. needs that. Nobody needs that, which I'm sure, um, did they hold down the fort okay while you were gone? Oh, of course. Yeah, you've got a bunch of great people. that We you've have been, excellent employees at MVAC. Yeah, you've been bringing them in to meet me time I, after time. I do, because we, we have so many programs and so much that we do. Who did you bring in today? I brought in Sarah. Sarah. Yes, she's in the Community Services Department. Hi, thanks for having me. Community Services Department. How long have you worked there? Um, oh, you're going to make me do math. Or MVAC, yeah. <laughs> um, I started there in June of 2021, so okay. almost two years. All right. Yep. Best thing about working there, other than Anne? Oh, uh, <laughs> the people. Yeah. And you, the work. I you don't really know. all seem kind of like-minded and, and working towards the same goals, so that's pretty cool. For sure. What What does your job entail? What are you here to talk about today? Um, yeah, so I am the youth services coordinator, and we're going to talk about the youth program. All right. I, and now I did another thing. I didn't realize that there was a youth, strong youth program going on with Minnesota Valley Action Council. Last few times we've been in, we've been talking about how to help people secure home loans for certain things or cars or job training or anything like that. But this extends to the youth in the community. That's right. We're, you know, we're for the whole community. That means, you know, from birth to the over 55 yeah. programs helping so. everybody mm-hmm. out um so what uh what brought you to this type of work what do you most enjoy about doing what you do working with people yeah yeah it's nice to help them you know identify what their goals are and then help them like achieve those goals and yeah. where did you come from as far as your work background in order to bring this knowledge to Minnesota sure. Valley Action Council I have kind of just been in the helping like profession and like human services pretty much since I started. I think I've only had about one year in the for-profit sector, like in my whole like work history. So it really is a different um, sector to work in nonprofit. Yeah, very much so. And you find uh, a lot of people with the same goals kind of working towards the greater good, it seems like. Mm -hmm. So uh, then when you got, when you, when you started, are you still working in the same area as far as programming? Yep. So I started in community services in the youth program. Um, I started out as a case manager and then stepped into the coordinator role about like six months after that. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit more about the youth programs because there are different um, services for young adults there. You mentioned, uh, employment and you mentioned some training before we went on the air Mm -hmm. Uh, do you want to start with either one of those yeah totally so i'll just kind of give you like a little overview of what we do and we can just kind of break those down and unpack them um so we provide employment and training case management services for anybody who's 16 to 24 across region nine so that is in the nine counties um i never have these memorized but it would be (laughs) blue earth brown faribault lesseur martin nicollet sibley wasika and watanwan counties Um, We generally work with um, young adults who are either low income or have like an at risk factor in another area. So maybe they have like an IEP through the school. Maybe they're behind in credits at school. Um, If maybe they've been in foster care previously or are currently in foster care. 
Um, maybe they're a dropout or they're homeless. Um, basically, if they have anything going on in their lives that right. make them at risk, like we'll work with them on either their education or employment goals. I think that's important because when when you come from a background that might have had some challenges, you don't get those same types of things that you might have gotten um, as far as in your upbringing. Um, the people entering the workforce 16 to 24 might need mm-hmm. some skills mm-hmm. that you provide. So Yeah, for sure. And I think like our realities really shape our ideas of like what opportunity can look like. Mm-hmm. And so that looks very different for people based on their like socioeconomic status, right? So like we're here to help like provide those extra resources and opportunities to help people realize like what that next step is going to be. Right. And where do you start with that? Like as far as... Um Training, I suppose training comes before employment, right? Um, or, I mean, or not de- always. <laughs> yeah, it kind of depends. Well, training is kind of like a broader like term, I would say, for education. So we work okay. like on their employment goals or education goals. Um, do you want me to start with education? I'm just like sure. What's easier start? for you? I mean, where does yeah, it seem sure. natural? Yeah. So usually, um, you know, we get connected to a lot of people who are still in high school and they're you know exploring what education might look like in the future for themselves or like what employment might look for them currently or in the future. Um, but while they're in school, they're pretty well supported by like their teachers and their social workers, bed teachers, counselors, and all that jazz. So we don't have to step in um, a ton um, during their high school years, um, but we can help them recover like academic credits. So mm. if they're in high school and maybe they've fallen behind, if they want to come to us to do a work experience, like we can help them recover some of those credits um, to help them graduate on time. Have you noticed with uh, the people that you work with and then us coming out of the pandemic, we hear a lot about mental health issues, right? Have you noticed that being a factor in people, um, in some of the younger adults that you're serving? Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say that's one of the like ongoing conversations that our staff has just about the like um, mental health um, issues with a lot of the youth that we're working with. Um, And, you know, that's outside of our wheelhouse. So we just try to like coordinate those services and, you know, have those conversations with like, you know, if they're working with staff at the school, like getting them connected to resources or like connecting that, making referrals like outside of our program to help them get connected to who they need to to address that. Perfect. Yeah. I, I know that's just been such a huge thing. Uh, what else um, then? What's the next step as far as your education and your. Yeah. So, you know, if anybody um, is looking to explore like post secondary training, that's something that we can also do with them. Um, and then I think the coolest part of our job and like maybe one of my favorite parts is helping them pay for it so hopefully yeah so hopefully that they won't you know graduate um college with a lot of student loan debt or any at all so you know we'll explore um what that career pathway looks like and what the labor market information um looks like as well because we want to make sure they're you know maybe not going to school for underwater basket weaving where there won't be any jobs afterwards so we want to help them get set up with a job um that will pay them decent wages and there will be work for them after college and so if we find the correct labor market info on that we might be able to help pay for that so how does that work as far as every time i I, every time man comes in we talk about funding and things like that like money that you're giving out it sounds like there's a lot of it um and and so do you work with the funding Uh, on that level too, or just connecting those two? Yeah. So we have um, people that write our grants for us and make sure that the money is coming in. And then we, you know, work with the young adults to spend it and help them get connected to those opportunities. Um, Yeah. But we're all like federally funded for programs. So we've got a lot of grants. So this year, Community Services is going to be the recipient of the funds from the LipSync. 
fundraiser. Which was huge last that year. That was huge last year. And you're already like full on teams, right? We or are, are you? working on teams. Oh, you are. Okay. Yep. Um, I think we've got like four or five openings left. Oh, you do? Okay. Yep. So we do need some more teams and, and we do need some more sponsors. So if what Sarah is saying says, mm, speaks I'd to like, you. Yeah, if it speaks to you, you know, you can give me a call. Mm-hmm. We'd love to either have you as a team or a sponsor. Well, we'll get that information coming up at the end and yeah. we'll, we'll make sure to post that. Um, Sarah, when you talk about helping to pay for education and like exploring the different careers, is it like a classroom type setting for people or is it a one-on-one? How does that work? Yep, it's more one-on-one. So there, it might be a classroom setting when we're doing intakes. If we've got a lot of people to meet with at one time, we might do that all at one time. But for case management services, we're meeting with them one-on-one okay. um, throughout their time with us for as long as they need us. And then um, if you have on the other side of things, the, the the training, do we have anything else to talk about as far as the education portion of it or the employment um, portion? No, I think that's about it. Yeah, just advanced training. And, and we can do like the interests and skills assessments, you know, to make sure that they're getting connected with a potential job that they're interested or will be successful at in the future. So you'll take care of that training aspect of it as well. Um, is there a, a whole separate area of training or is that just kind of included on what you talk, what you just spoke of. Yeah. So the training would be, you know, wherever they're going to go to school. So okay. maybe if they want to get their CNA, if that's like in, in the classroom or if they're doing that online, we would pay for that. Um, it's nothing that's like housed at MVAC. Okay. We just help in to be, uh, to help fund You're it. a great connector. Yeah. It sounds like. Yep. Um, and so how do you, and is it your part of your job to go connect with businesses that are willing to host those kids those young adults yeah for sure yep so that would be very much the employment side of okay things. so it's fabulous um yeah so a lot of people will come to us maybe not having great work history or any at all and so they'll come to us to get connected to a work experience so if they apply to our program that application to our program serves as an application to any of our work sites oh okay um and then yeah during the intake we just kind of figure out like what they're interested in what kind of skills they have maybe where they want to develop more skills or experience and connect them with the work site can you give me some examples of some types of work that's done at the work sites you don't have to do you know specific names if unless you want to but um. yeah sure so um every you know roles and tasks for each worksite are going to be different based on where they're at, but we're across many different industries. So we've got people working at um, legal places, libraries, um, restaurants, um, like other civic agencies, lots of nonprofits. Um, And two, if like they're not... If the youth is interested in a particular work site that's not working with us, like we'll try to network with them to help them become one so that right. we can place the kid there. And so in that, in those connections that you have, I'm assuming that those agencies or companies or corporations are understanding that you're going to uh, be working with somebody who's in your program and who mm-hmm. might need a little bit of patience mm-hmm. and might need a little bit of care. Yeah. And, and so you feel safe placing them there. That's awesome. Yep, for sure. And, you know, our program, too, we have like a mentoring component to the work experience. Um, Not only are they like supported through the work experience by having a case manager um, checking in and at least once a month and like talking with them probably weekly. Mm -hmm. Um, But then too, we, you know, hope that the supervisors will um, like mentor these young adults and help them learn like the skills that they need, um, like the soft and hard skills to, you know, move into their careers in the future without the case managers and MVAC services. Um, And yeah, I think that's like the cool part that like differentiates um, just getting a job on their own. Right. Um, another cool part of our program is that 
MVAC will step in and subsidize the wages as well. So if a place is, you know, maybe at capacity and they just don't have like the funds to be hiring anybody, MVAC can like create that inroad potentially into that work site to help connect the young adult to the experience they want if that inroad doesn't already exist. And we've often talked about how people that work for you, um, it's, it's the, it's their work and the giving back, but it seems like they get so much from it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just assuming that that's like, you get so much satisfaction from Mm -hmm. helping people. Um, Do you have a great success story that you can think of or or are these things happening daily or? Sure. Oh, gosh. I mean, yeah, I think like the successes are always incremental. Um, Like, you know, there's I have one. Do you have a success story? I'm going to turn it over to Anne. (laughs) Sure. sure. And the only reason I know this story is because it was the business that my my husband had worked for. And it was a, a girl that wanted to go into mortuary science. Oh, wow. And so that is not a typical employer that is in you're like the wheelhouse the of wheelhouse what you do. Of, yeah. right. right. So they did connect with um, a local um, funeral home here. Mm-hmm. And not only did they take her under their wings and show her all the ropes when she was done with that and had more schooling to go to, they connected her with one of the morticians had uh, gone to a school up in the Twin Cities. So they moved her up there. They got her into that school wow. and then got her a job where she could live above where she was employed. So they got her all set up. My goodness. Yeah. And that's just setting somebody up for success for the rest of their life. Right? Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Um, if you are listening and are a business uh, or organization that is thinking, you know what, we can do that. We can mentor. We have the capacity to do that and the heart to do that. And um, we're called to do that. Uh, can they connect with you or do you have, do you do a lot of outreach to the businesses? I would love it if they would connect <laughs> with me. If you want to come to me, that would be amazing. It makes Sarah's yeah. job a whole yeah. lot easier. But um, then how do we, how would we find you and what would we need to do? Yeah. So you can give MVAC a call and just ask for Sarah McDonald. Do you know, I still have not memorized our number. <laughs> I don't think anybody's memorized phone numbers <laughs> okay, in a here's, long Here's a trick time. to our number. It's 345-6822. And if you look at the, the letters, it's 345-MVAC. 345-MVAC. Perfect. But you know what? I will put that on the show notes along with all of the other information in case you're just wondering. Um, so thank you for coming in and sharing what you do. And thank you for all the continued work that you do in the community. Do you get busier when the summertime is coming with this 16, 17, 18-year-olds that are maybe finishing school? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, so your time is They've got here. a lot of time during the summer, yeah. so they get connected to us to do work experiences. Um, we also are partnering with uh, the school district to offer work experiences to eighth graders that are transitioning into ninth grade oh. um, and that don't have a lot of work experience or any right now. So right. You know, we work pretty closely with the district on that. As an eighth grader, you might not have a lot of experience, and that's yeah. totally understandable. So thank you for doing that mm-hmm. and making sure that uh, everybody's well-connected and taken care of. And um, Anne, I know as we move forward, we're going to be talking a little bit more about that lip sync battle, and we want to get everybody uh, Absolutely. registered. So we'll certainly put that in there. But I, you um, wanted to mention something. I'm going to be at the home show this weekend at the Mayo Clinic Health System Event Center and I've got a, you know, there's a couple of different live broadcasts there you can hear throughout the day. Um, but that's a place where I don't, you guys aren't there this year. No, we, we don't have a table there this year. We usually partner with Minnesota Housing, but they're transitioning with different um, 
their whole structure up there. Mm-hmm. But if you are going to the home show and you see something that you really like, some siding, or you're trying to figure out how you're going to pay for it, connect with MVAC and our home improvement loans. Right, right. We might have an answer for you right yep. there. Mm-hmm from some of the other guests that you've brought in before. Yes. Um, as we send you back out today, and hopefully there's uh, not any yucky weather to speak of. I think we're clear today. It's a couple of days from now where we're going to be looking at it's that. It's supposed to be but Thursday. I hope it moves north and south. I hope it, it moves. opens up. I know. know like, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, website address we can go to for more information on any of this, any of the uh, items that Sarah has talked about today? www.mnvac.org. We're going to send people that way. Who's up next month? Do you have an idea now that you're back in the full swing of now working? I'm back in the full swing of working. <laughs> you know, I just sent it out to the director saying who's up next. And let's see, it is April. I believe it's energy assistance and talking about the cold weather rule. Okay, because that's coming up, the, the end of that's coming up, right? Or yep, the, yep. Energy assistance will be done in May, but, you know, the cold weather rule is done in April. So right, right. we want to talk about that. Excellent. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for your time today and coming in. It was great to get to meet you. And yeah, hopefully, having me. hopefully we'll see you back. Continued good work to you. And Anne, always good to see you. You too. Minnesota Valley Action Council here on Talk of the Town today. Just a quick reminder for you before Talk of the Town ends officially today, uh, the Maine Cato Home Show is going to be on March 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Mayo Clinic Health System Event Center, uh, Friday, 3 to 8 p.m., Saturday, 9 to 5, Sunday, 11 to 3. It's absolutely free. Would love to see you out there. It's one-stop shop, and uh, if you have anything that you're looking for, for your home or your property, or maybe you're looking at getting a new home or a property, uh, they're going to have lots of industry experts around ready to answer all sorts of questions. Good time to come on out uh, since it looks like it might be a little bit snowy, maybe some inclement weather um, beforehand. So in the beautiful event center coming up this weekend. And hopefully we'll see you there with the Mankato Home Show. MankatoHomeShow.com for any more information. Hey, that's going to do it for Talk of the Town today. My name is Lisa Kay. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. We'll be back tomorrow just after 1 p.m. We'll see you later.